What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fit Identity Podcast. And this week, we're going to talk about ideas versus beliefs, possibly why you start and stop, possibly why you're not seeing success that you are not getting, and why it appears that others are getting success. So my name is Mike Karpenko, and I got 20 plus years in the wellness area, sector, industry, whatever you may want to call it, training clients, coaching, mentoring, consulting, designing in-home fitness programs for myself, for large groups, for globally, actually, now that I think about it, globally and for corporations and ghostwriting. So I got a lot of experience with a lot of people in my network, but I want to talk to you guys today on how I can help you or give you some sort of perspective and clarity on ideas versus beliefs. It's a big thing, right? Like, I mean, I think that everybody has an idea, right? Like how many times have you ever heard that? Oh, hey, you know what my idea is? You know what we should do? This is it. I know what it is. It's always a thought, you know, and it's a possible course of action is what an idea is because it's something that's thrown out there without any action behind it. It's an idea. And then on the flip side, right, you've got you've got the term belief and it seems like, oh, that seems to be tossed around quite a bit as an accepted statement of truth, something that already exists, you know, that's got a lot of trust in it. Uh, you've got confidence in that particular belief, but it's, it, it's much deeper than an idea. So you've got this idea that is a uh, surface level, and then you've got a belief that has much more depth to it. Now, I can't tell you how many times that I have sat in front of somebody on the phone with somebody Zoom call, you name it, just had a general conversation and they've told me the idea of, I want to get fit. I want to be healthy. I want to lose weight. I want whatever they may want as far as what they view as being healthy. After training hundreds and thousands of clients and working with people online, there's always an idea. First day, whether they came to you or I was able to come to them, there's always an idea or a concept that people have. Now, that's tough because when I look at it and I look at how I coach and how I mentor and how I trained people is to educate them immediately that that's an idea. It's purely a concept. It's a light bulb and it has zero action behind it whatsoever. Zero. It's a thought process. And you may have been in these points, right? Like it could be the first year, like this is the year I'm going to get fit. This is the year I'm going to get my blood work done. This is the year I'm going to become bikini ready. Or this is the year, you know, I'm going to lose that, that belly fat around my waist and I'm going to be able to like hang out. I want to have my gut out when I'm playing golf. Or this is the year I'm going to be able to take my shirt off at the pool or I'm going to get ripped, whatever it may be. But we've all had that concept, that idea where we're standing there saying, this is the year. Most of the time, an idea has the word should in it. I should get ripped. I should get healthy. I should get my blood worked on. I should. It's never a must. And I want to talk about that for a minute, right? Like most people say, I should end up eating better. I should buy organics. I should not buy cookies, things with sugar, processed foods, 
I should work out. I should start a workout program. I mean, I could keep going on and on and on. That should statement is really where people fail in the belief. And what do I mean by that? I work out every day. I do something. I move every day. It's because I feel it's a must. Not that I should do it. It's just who I am. It's part of my fit identity. I truly am like, well, working out is a must to me. It's a non-negotiable. Therefore, I do have somewhat of an upper level healthy life. I just do. The difference between me and other people is they, they say I should. And when they say should, I must. That must is what makes it a belief for me. But when I look at the whole process, and I'm going to give you the whole process right now. It's everybody has an idea. In order for an idea to become a belief, it must become a must. And where there is a belief, you then have clarity and passion. And where you have clarity and passion, you have action. And when you don't have action, you got to come back around and look at the belief. And you question the belief. Now, knowing that wheel and that cycle now, we entered in the idea stage. I want to get fit or I want to become wealthy or I want whatever it may be, you know, a healthy relationship or to move across country or go on a trip. It could be something very simple, right? I should go on a trip. Okay. Well, let's talk about whether or not you're going to do it. But when we look at your health and fitness, it's really about patterns. It's really about what you're doing over and over and over, right? Your consistency. You've got these patterns that you've had in the past that led you to a place that you should get fit or that you want to get fit or you want to change your fit identity. And from there, you either take action or you don't. Those patterns, though, are very difficult to break because you've been doing the I should for a very long time. And then you have this expectation that if I just say that I must or I just had the idea of getting fit, that it will work and then I'll get the plan and I'll get in a system and it'll work because that's it. And then when it doesn't work, you're like, well, it didn't work fast enough. My expectation was 30 days and out and I would be ripped and I would be, you know, GQ level, like stud status, leader of the pack. Bullshit. But that is an answer. That, that to me is where people fail. You, if you think about that in a mathematical equation, right? You were doing a certain pattern or a groove of pattern for a very, very long time. Let's say that you did, you know, you didn't work out for seven years. And you're like, yeah, well, I, I think I can get back to, you know, being ripped in 30 or 60 days because I had these patterns of not being healthy for seven years, but I could do it all in 60 days because this marketing by a company said so. Bullshit. Um, can you lose weight? Yeah. Can you be dedicated? Yeah. Can you change your identity? Yeah, for sure. Change your identity the minute that you start. But in order for that to stick and stay, you got to be consistent at it. You have to say, I must show up. So having the right expectations with your 
idea versus your belief is a big deal. And it isn't easy. Breaking seven years of habits on top of creating new habits that you had for seven years is going to take work. The same work that you did for seven years. It wasn't easy what you did. You had ups and downs. You had some things go sideways. Maybe you had some injuries, even though you didn't work out. Maybe you fell down the stairs, got out of your car, did something, tripped and fell on the ice or slipped, whatever it may be. But the reality is, is that you had a lot of things happen over the course of seven years. Don't you think that a lot of things are going to happen and test you on your way to becoming healthy and changing that identity that you have now into a much more fit identity, the one that you have in your head for yourself? So having that expectation of, I'm going to experience some bumps, I'm going to be tested, but then having in the back of your mind that no matter what happens, you're still going to keep going. Because really you did that, but you didn't have that in your brain. You were like, well, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing here and I, because I'm having fun and I'm living my life. And you were already doing that. But we got to break you of that. And we've got to create new patterns and habits. Fit identity, I talk about it all the time. It's just a makeup of the patterns that you have. That creates your fit identity. No, it's not your DNA. Can't change that. Your DNA is your DNA. But your patterns and your habits can create this fit DNA that you can change at any time. That's the beauty of fit identity. Is that you have the ability to take the visions inside of your head and create reality with them. That's why I love fit identity. My whole dream, sidebar, my whole dream with fit identity was to live in this world where we all just recognize that our fit identity is our fit identity regardless of what it was. Like if you're yoga and I'm CrossFit, cool. What's your fit identity? That was always my biggest thing is that I would host an event one year where it had everybody doing everything and, and literally the whole question would be when anybody saw anybody, what's your fit identity? What's your fit identity? They're like, oh, I'm yoga and CrossFit. Oh, you know what? I, I'm a, I'm a... I'm karate, I'm MMA, and all of these people, sure, they had uh, you know, a group of MMA people or a group of CrossFitters or a group of group exercise people or, or walkers, joggers, runners, marathoners. I could keep going. Sure, the, all these groups exist, but everybody had a fit identity, and there were, people would just ask you what yours is, and then you had this opportunity to tell your story, and people would be like, that's so cool. I love that you chose yoga. I love that you chose CrossFit, blah, blah, blah. Like, I always thought that that's why I chose, I, it's not that I thought, I knew that's why I f chose Fit Identity as a name because it encompassed everybody and it didn't rule out anybody. If you're getting fit, you're getting fit. You got a Fit Identity, you got a Fit Identity. Let's roll with it. Let's be proud. Maybe I can learn something from the yogis. Lord knows I could. You know, I could also learn something from nutrition experts. Maybe, maybe that's what your fit identity is. So understanding that you can evolve that identity at any point in time, well, you had that past identity, right? There you were. You're like, I wasn't doing the work that I needed to do to produce what I had in my head, but now I'm ready to. I'm ready to change this idea of being healthy into a belief that I am healthy, that I will become healthy, that I must become healthy. If that mindset does not exist, 
the road to health and wellness for you will be extremely difficult. It's going to be difficult anyways, but why do you want to make it any more difficult? Unfortunately, though, in this process of should to must, you're going to have to lose some of the things that you did in the past. Some of the behaviors, some of the patterns, some of the things that you think you like to do, you're going to have to change those because you can no longer do them because if you continue to do them, you're going to continue to have the same identity, the same fit identity that hey, you had before, the one that you're currently not happy with. So when you think that out, you're like, oh, you're right. In order for me to be somebody new, I got to let go of somebody old. That means I got to find new workouts. I got to find new nutrition plans. I got to find systems. I've got to find what works for me. I've got to leave behind what I was doing in order to do something new. And then I need to practice that. And I must do that. It's not that I should do that because if I should do that, I'm going to be in the same place next year, if not worse. Because the world, as I've always said on this podcast, operates a lot faster than we do. The speed of information at which it's created, delivered, and received is way faster than we can operate. So that means if we're not ever changing or if we don't change, everything's going to pass us up, which means we're going to become yesterday's news. And it's going to be that much harder for you to be able to get ahead in this world in your wellness. So thinking about you and your fit identity and giving up what you need to do in the past, there will be roadblocks, there will be obstacles, there is no hack, there is no easy way. You might think there is shots, you know, you could go in this world and be like, oh, it's shots, it's pills, it's plastic surgery. All those things come with obstacles and hurdles too. I kid you not, they all do. Don't think that they don't. They solve a momentary pleasure point. They don't solve your identity or they do kind of create a new one, right? And it might not be one that you're happy with, especially if it's plastic surgery. What if you're not happy with that identity that you created? That's a little hard to reverse. And I don't get me on plastic surgery because I'll keep going down that road. I think it's a dangerous world to get involved with unless you understand that. My thing is, hey, I think that plastic surgery is an art. And if you ever ask anybody to paint you, remember, they're going to do the way that they see you. I don't care how much software is out there, it's going to change. And it might not be what you want. And then when it's not, then you want to change things. And then you just keep the ball rolling. And next thing you know, there's no way to get out of it. So sidebar, that was plastic surgery. Uh, But thinking this through of leaving behind your patterns on top of creating new ones. And this could be for anybody because I know I've got some younger listeners out there. And, you know, they're thinking about like, Oh, like, what am I going to do as I graduate and go to college? Or what am I going to do as, as I, you know, change jobs or what is it? You're going to have to leave some things behind. Growth is great. Growth and evolution are movements towards your potential. And that's okay because people around you, they're moving on. They're experiencing growth. They're experiencing evolution. So don't feel bad about being... And, and standing out, standing your ground and being like, hey, I got to leave some things behind. Doesn't mean you don't care about them. Doesn't mean you're upset at them. Doesn't mean anything other than you're growing. That's my shout out to my younger listeners. You guys grow, grow, you guys. Don't worry about it. If they're meant to be in your life or patterns are meant to be in your life, they'll come back. If they're not, bye-bye. 
You only get one shot at this life. You can't live anybody else's or life, their standards, or what they're doing. Because the truth is they're doing something else too. And you're only seeing part of it. So here we are. We're in this idea. We're in this belief. We're showing up and we must. We must leave some things behind and we must show up on a daily basis to create the reps. Michael Jordan shot foul shots over and over and over. Over and over and over. Pavel swings kettlebells over and over and over and over to, perf- to perfect them. If you don't know who Pavel is, he, he is the uh, Russian kettlebell guy, Graham Pupa. He's amazing. No, no disrespect by calling him a grandpa. The guy is next level amazing. So shout out Pavel. Um, when you start to look at that, and you're saying, okay, I got to leave this stuff behind. I'm creating this must. I need to do reps, 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 reps. Good days, bad days. But you're showing up every day. If you've done 100 reps and today you did 10 more, now you're the guy who did or the female that did 110 reps. Changed, evolution, fit identity. Reps, reps. But the minute you stop doing reps, you're only the guy or the woman that did 110 reps and that's it. It's over with. It's done. You no longer string kettlebells. That piece of your identity stalled or detached from you. Sure, you opened up that ability for something else to detach, but did you let the old pattern stick around? Or did you release that old pattern and then created that spot for it to reattach? Most people start fitness programs, nutrition plans, get on supplements, get in accountability groups because they're not happy with where they're at and they want to change. The hard conversation is they're not happy with themselves and getting them to admit I'm not happy with who I am, the way that I look and the way that I feel. I need results. I need, I need success. Patterns. Habits. I think where a lot of people go wrong and struggle is they're not willing to give up the patterns of the past that created this discomfort and this place that you wanted to change from. You're like, ah, oh, but I don't want to give that up. And the simple ones are like, right, right? Are like, I don't want to give up my cookies. I don't want to give up my pizza. I don't want to give up my alcohol. I like cheese. I don't want to give it up. I don't want to give up video games. I like playing them, Mike. My answer to that every time is if you like playing them so much, then why are we having this conversation? That's a big, big punch to the face. Why are we having this conversation so much if you like playing them more than being healthy? Then sticking around for your spouse, your kids, your life, your potential, your growth ability. Keep doing those things then. We can end this conversation right here, right now. Because I want to talk to people that want to evolve their identity. They want to give up patterns. I said that. Give up patterns. It's not how can I keep these patterns. Well, if they're the patterns that keep you in the way of getting in to the wellness place that you need to be, then why are you keeping them? It's still just an idea to you. That's the difference, right? It's an idea to be fit. It's not, I will be fit now. It no longer is a piece of your life. It's not a true belief. It's just an idea. And that's pressure. That's peer pressure. That's FOMO. I'm just, I just have FOMO because I don't look as good as Susie at the pool. 
or or at the dinner date or whatever it is. You're just experiencing environmental FOMO. You don't have a belief that you want to get fit. Or maybe it's just somebody wrote, you know, like a real cute marketing ad that pushed a pain button for you. I'm telling you, if you want to get fit, it's got to turn into a belief. You want to become healthy, it's got to become a belief. You want better food habits, it's got to become a belief. The simplest way to start that is consistency and changing should to must. That is the most simple way to begin the process. I mean, I can give you five-step, 10-step, 20-step processes, what you need to do. Here's your workout plan, you know, five sets of five, you know, three sets of 10. Then we're going to change it up to four by 12s and we're going to do all this crazy stuff. Or I could just tell you that becoming fit is a must. Show up and do the reps. It doesn't mean show up with a complicated system, one that you can't keep pace on. It means find something that you can be consistent to that will gain momentum so you can evolve your identity. That's the first step. You want to talk about a deeper step? We can do a deeper dive on a different podcast or you can reach out to me. You can work with me and we can really talk about that evolution, that change, that hard jump. But I'm looking for people to just change. That's what I'm hoping to do, to inspire and to impact and give you guys a small, simple, easy tool that will change it. When you don't want to go work out, just just like, I don't want to work out. That should be changed. I must work out. I should go to the gym today. That must change to I must go to the gym today. I don't want to eat vegetables. That should turn to I must eat vegetables or I must find a way that I can eat more vegetables so that I can become healthier. So when you have this jump to the must, right? Now you're doing this, I have an idea. And then you're like, I must. And then you got these reps in, right? Like you're like, I'm repping it out. I'm repping it out. That repping out starts to really get to your core as far as clarity and belief. And this is all about how does it become a belief, right? You're like, oh, well, Mike, I get it. Consistency, I show up and I still hate workouts. Well, my question or my, my, my next phase to this for you is to... Close your eyes. Think about that vision that you have in your head of yourself and you being healthy and fit. What is it you're able to do? What does life look like? What do you look like? What are you able to not do anymore? What did you give up? How much energy do you have? Why did you really want to get fit in the first place? When you start to put that together and you're able to vision that, and I mean like one of the exercises I do is I have someone walk through a full day with themselves. What's it look like from the moment you get up to the moment you go to bed? Your whole life. And how detailed is it? What, you know, what kind of house do you live in? What kind of food do you eat? What kind of job do you have? What does it smell like, look like? Details, details, details. I want you to connect to your healthy, fit identity. What does that look like? What kind of job do you have? What does your driveway look like? What's the very first thing you do in the morning? 
Walk yourself through an entire day as detailed as you possibly can. And if that involves your health, and if that involves a certain way that you look, and a certain way that you feel, then it's up to you. It's your responsibility to create that identity, to have the life that you want inside of your head, to have the fit identity. That's where it turns into, oh, it's no longer an idea. It's a must. It's a belief because I trust it. I see it. It's clarity. I see what my life looks like. Health has a picture. Wellness has a vision, has a taste, has a smell. And by not having my wellness and my health, it's way more painful than living the life that I have now, than sitting at home, than eating the burger. That's way more painful by not going to the gym, by not getting your workout in, by not buying the vegetables and eating them, by not showing up three, four, five days a week towards your health. Not changing your identity to a more fit identity would be way more painful than sitting at home and not showing up. That's how it was for me. Literally, I was a kid that grew up without a chest, uh, skin and bones, ribs. I had abs, lucky me. But I spent hours and hours and hours on in the gym because I wanted a bigger chest. I still don't have one, but that's what drove me. Drove me because it was way more painful to walk around without my shirt on because I would leave my shirt on at the pool. I was just a thin guy and against a bunch of dudes that were big and strong that could fight. Girls liked them. I was skin and bones. Lucky for me, I could play soccer, and that was in my back pocket, and uh, I, I was good at sports, so that gave me you know, a, uh, a world of affirmation and helped me with that insecurity. But I will tell you, once I started to work out, it was always a must. Like I never stopped because it was way more painful for me not to have the body that I wanted, not to have the identity, to walk around with that identity being, this is me. I own it. I know what I'm doing. Take me or leave me. This is me. This is my identity. I created it. Nobody else created it. I did. And for those of you sitting on the couch, you're creating that identity. Don't think you can push that in on anybody else. Oh, you know, so-and-so's fault. My kids don't eat healthy, so I don't eat healthy. Nope. Excuses, 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 excuses. You created that identity. The same way that you created that or where you're at, you have the opportunity to create something else, but you have to make it a must. And that comes with clarity, with you shutting your eyes and knowing what life look like, smell like, see like when you become fit and healthy the way that you want to. I'm not telling you what the standard is for you and your health, but if it's not where you are and you're frustrated by yourself in your head and when you look at yourself, when you get out of the shower then the only person you're lying to is yourself. And yourself isn't even believing it. And that could go right over into your finances, into your relationship, into your schoolwork, wherever it is. 
You must do your homework. Now, I should do my homework. You must. I must show up at this job and get as much out of it as I possibly can. I want the experience. I must do these things in my relationship or it won't be healthy. Do you see how that skill transfers across the board? It's a real interesting, easy step. So if you want to niche this down into your job, into your relationship, into your wellness, wherever you want to niche this, just think closer into that particular environment, but also encompass your whole day. Don't sell what life is like outside of just the niche. I want to be 20 pounds lighter. Great. What's it look like? What's it feel like? What are you doing? And again, I'll remind you, it's too easy for people to push into pleasure now rather than look at the pain it's being caused by you not being healthy and fit or not being where you're at with your own wellness. Because every day you got to look at yourself in the mirror when you get out of the shower or you got to put your clothes on, your old clothes on, your tight jeans, your tight dress. Every time you buy more clothes, you know you sized up. You know it. But that's because you wanted to seek immediate pleasure before the obstacles and the struggles that are ahead of you in order to break the patterns that you had before with your own identity. Can't change your DNA, but you can change everything else. And that happens to do with your patterns and your habits. And then I also include another piece to it about connecting dots. I believe the world's filled with dots, you guys. And I believe that all those dots are your patterns and your habits and that you can connect more dots to you to create your identity. And you can also cut dots off. But like we talked about, in the past, you've got dots created to you that make up your fit wellness DNA with very thick bands, very sick, uh, thick bonds to them. And if there are patterns that you've done years and years and put thousands of reps on, it's going to take some time to cut that off. It's going to take some time to whittle that down. And it might be a little painful. Might be. So where you have this passion and clarity, let's get back into that, you guys. Where you have that passion and clarity, think about anything that you're passionate and clear about. Anything. If it's video games, okay. If it's your sports team, okay. If it's being a parent, a father, okay. If it's going to a college, Okay, a certain college, all right, or if it's your health. Where you have this passion already, you've got action. It's not hard to get you to play the video game, right? It's not hard for you to wear your sports team, right? It's not very difficult for you to get to your son's game. Not at all. Why is that? Because it's a belief. That's why. Because you're passionate and you're clear about what it is. You want to get to the next level of the game. 
You definitely want to be there for your son because you love the love him cheering you on. You love his face. That's the same thing that happens when you have a belief in your wellness. Clarity, vision, produces action. And when you are not showing up to your son's game and you are not playing the game anymore, or if you're not going to work anymore, you got to revisit the belief. And if you keep revisiting the belief often and often and often, that's no longer a belief, it's an idea. And you have to deviate. It might be the plan. It might be the way that you're doing it. But if it's just an idea, that's why you're having a problem sticking to it. That's why you are not showing up every day. That's why there's no action behind it. That's not why, that's why you're not willing to evolve. Because your fit identity now is start and stop. 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 Because it's not a must to you. You don't see the benefit, the pleasure, the long-term pleasure of you getting well, of you having this incredible fit identity. You just see the short term. Well, burger feels better. Sold yourself out. You weren't willing to give up the patterns of the, ha- of the past. Simply put. So you kept the old identity and expected new results. Whew. Let me say that again. You kept the old identity and expected new results. It's not happening. Not at all. So when you see that you are not able to consistently show up and consistently do the work and consistently evolve yourself in your fit identity against the plan that you have, it's just an idea. And no one got successful under ideas. Absolutely no one. Do you know how many idea people are out there as they see people take their idea one day and have it and then turn it into something that is incredible? And I love this quote. I love this quote. The only place that success comes before work is in the dictionary. That's the only place. So the should becomes a must. The must is the work. Right? And then you have passion and clarity because that all kind of seamlessly goes together into action. I'll say it again. Idea into belief. Should to a must. The belief is about your vision. You can think it. You can smell it. You can taste it. You can see it. Which gives you deep-rooted passion. And clarity. Because clarity is not vision. And from there you get action. Because nothing is more painful than not acting on a belief. Man, that would suck, right? Things you believe in you don't act in, you're not that weak of a person. 
nowhere near that weak of a person. You've listened for 35 minutes so far. You're not weak. So don't think you're going to walk away from this podcast and you're not going to make action against your beliefs. Fire right there. Fire. And when it no longer be able to act, maybe you don't need to be well. Maybe you don't want to be well. Maybe it's just not a priority to you. Maybe the people in your life aren't a priority to you. I personally don't know many people like that because they don't stick around me very long. If your wellness is not important, I tend to be an obstacle to you. I tend to be a person that doesn't stick and stay in your life, like your health. That's how you get results to stick and stay is to change your identity. Give up the past, embrace the future. Reps. That's what I got for you this week, you guys. That is the Fit Identity Podcast. I hope you're well. Follow me everywhere on uh, my social media, at Mike Carpenko. If you have any questions about this particular podcast or any other one, hit me up. Let's talk. Let's talk about your fit identity. Let's talk about how you can begin to shape that, evolve that, and become what you have inside of your head and make it a reality. Here's your fit identity this week, guys. Talk to you next week.